What's up, guys? Mason Gonzalez here. I play football at Mid-America Christian University, graduating senior, SAC Player of the Year, first team All-American, and this is another episode of the Moss Football Podcast. Yo, welcome back to the Moss Football Podcast, the number one soccer podcast here in Oklahoma City. I'm your host, Ricardo Yoan, and I am here at Legacy Real Estate Group. Uh, but let's just jump right into the podcast because I have a special guest with me today. Um, from Mid-America Christian University, the Sooner Athletic Conference Player of the Year, my guy Mason. Is it Mason Gonzalez? Yeah, that's me. Mason Gonzalez. What's up, man? Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you as well. Appreciate Thank you me. for coming on as well. Yeah, man. Thank you. Thank you for having me. For the people that don't know you, could you give me a small intro and just tell me what you do? Yeah, man. Uh, my name is Mason Gonzalez. I'm from Fresno, California. I came out here to Mid-America Christian University to try to take a different opportunity get uh get out of my comfort zone and now i'm here uh had a couple blessed years and now uh get my degree and move on try to see what happens nice nice well congratulations on are you completely done with Matthew? did you graduate or yeah yeah uh i've i've finished classes uh now i'm just seeing what's next no more soccer uh possibly are you done with your eligibility or yeah i have no more eligibility but um we'll see what happens nice well yeah. you're Congratulations on completing that journey. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, thank you. It sounds like you're going to start a new journey? Uh, I mean, we're going to test the waters. Uh, I mean, I, I put a video out there. Uh, mm-hmm. I have some people, like, trying to get my name really? uh, around USL and USL Championship and, and see what happens. Any agents? Agents? Uh, I have one of my mm-hmm. good friends back home. Uh, Is that like a weird space to get into? Like, yeah, yeah, kind of. It's definitely new for me. It's yeah. kind of uh, different. And then obviously, like, Danny has is, is, uh, been a real big help. So. Nice. Well, I wish you good luck in that endeavor because it's, I guess it's just kind of up in the air right now, right? Yeah, yeah. It's definitely up in the air. It's a good well. video, by the way, though. Oh, appreciate it, yeah. Like, the first 10 minutes, I saw it's just corner kick goals, like, <laughs> set piece dangerous, right? Yeah, yeah. Try to find it. Try, my, try to find my head on the, on the corners. My like presence. That, Your so. presence in there, it seems yeah. like. Nice. Well... Dude, I spoke to Danny at the end of the first season, and he kind of summed up the season, which was a great season. It was perfect. It was really, really good. I think it was the 19 and one season, mm-hmm. right? Playoffs, and then he said that you guys had the tendency of just falling behind first, and then just playing the catch-up game. This season was it different? What was different this season compared to last season? Yeah, last season they definitely fell behind and like found ways to come back, and the overtime rule was in place, so mm-hmm. you were getting a lot of results through overtime uh this year like you don't have that they they changed everything for like the college game and so oh really yeah so like there was no more overtime in regular season and i think that defensively we were all bought in to not conceding goals we had like 15 clean sheets Mm -hmm. something like that and so with that and then obviously like our offensive creative like players um were producing like Mm -hmm. sooner than overtime i guess (laughs) yeah (laughs) which which helps definitely i remember telling danny i was like last year you guys just had such a great run and then the question was just like how are you going to top that like and you guys topped that yeah yeah we definitely did uh made what elite eight of uh, the nai still fell short of what i think Mm -hmm. could have accomplished but i think that's just the game we play i mean we were rated number one in the nation going Mm -hmm. into it that's why we got the number one seed and uh yeah, man, football's a cruel game, and you, yeah. you lose on if it's not your day, you know? That's kind of like the World Cup right now, right? Yeah. That's what I told my wife whenever we were watching the World Cup now, watching these teams get eliminated and watching everybody cry, and I said, this is like 
It's definitely the best part of the World Cup, but it's so different from the beginning when everybody has hope and yeah. faith and everybody's just like gearing up. And then once you lose one game, two games, once you start getting eliminated, it's like really only one of the 32 makes it. Like yeah. every other, everyone else is going to get their dream shattered. But yeah. yeah, so. You need a bit of luck and, and that's how it goes. We didn't, we didn't get our luck. That's how, you know. Really, it's just, I mean, when it comes down to that tournament play, it just comes down to luck. It's that one game, those few yeah. moments. Yeah, I mean. Of course, like the quality of football has to be there, but you do need the ball to bounce your way. Mm, the ball to bounce your way. That's a really well said. Is that one of the few things that you, what did you learn from these just high stakes moments? Because you were there last year, so you must have taken something back and came back with a little bit of experience. But what experiences are you coming back yeah, with? Yeah, yeah. I think uh, I've played in a couple of high pressure moments or high, uh, high level moments. My juku that I came from, we won the state championship. And then last year, even our, even our first year here, we made top 10, my first year here, um, before Danny was the head coach, he was just the assistant. And then last year, um, I was coming back from injury. Mm. But the big games are big games. I think like who you are as a player kind of shows mm. through. I like to think that I, I play well in those games. Mm -hmm. um, that's just my own opinion. Mm -hmm. Big but, moments bring out the best in you? Yeah, yeah, I think, I think definitely. Um, so hopefully, hopefully I'll get some more big moments and, and yeah, see what for happens. For sure, because yeah. it sounds like your year was just... Did you expect to have such a good year, or you seem like the type that just takes it day by day, game by game, practice by practice? Yeah, man, I, I went in there with the... Like I said, I was injured, and so I came, I came back this year like super grateful. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, try to be a good leader for the guys and, and uh, come into the, to each day with like the right mindset, right? Try to like get better mm -hmm. each day. And uh, I mean, I'm surrounded by great teammates, so it makes it it makes it easier to look good. Mm -hmm. um, I don't get those any of those accolades if we're not mm -hmm. where we're at, you know. Like, it's it's all impossible. Like, it's actually impossible to get them. Yeah, in. Unless the goalie's the not blocking penalties, yeah, you know? if Rodrigo's not hitting volleys yeah, out exactly. of nowhere, like yeah, exactly. Yeah, so it, everybody plays a part, and and I was just the one uh, lucky enough to to get the honors, you know. Nice, dude. Which is huge, dude. SAC player. I can now say I know somebody that has won that award. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, Rod Rodgers has it as well. Uh, does he? Oh, yeah, he does, yeah. doesn't he? He has it as well, yeah. Well, now I know too. That's yeah, cool. Yeah, I know too, yeah. And then, um, so then tell me a little bit about how you started playing. So you're um, SoCal? Uh, it's it's like considered... It's on the border, I guess. Yeah, it's, here it's north like and north south. south. So what do you yeah. claim then, north or south? Uh, north. I claim north, yeah. For real? Yeah, Dang. yeah. Okay, well, I hope we didn't create any enemies. <laughs> no, 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 no enemies. And then, so you, you played in California? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I then, played in California. Uh, I grew up in a town called Fresno. Played high school. I had, like, mm -hmm. no college offers. Maybe, like, one Division two school. Um, was lucky enough to go play at my junior college. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I flunked out of school. I played, mm -hmm. like... Uh, PDL it was called like the Fresno Fuego and which is now the USL League 2 okay. I played that for like two years um, and like worked full time and I was like mm -hmm. okay this is cool uh, eventually like my junior college like mm -hmm. texted me back and you're like hey if you want to come back and get your like get your eligibility and, and mm -hmm. play you can do that I'm like okay yeah let's go back to college <laughs> let's do this was yeah. that hard to go back after taking a break did you want to go back did you envision it or were you just yeah with yeah uh i think it was it was a good break for me mm -hmm. to kind of experience the real world get some different experiences develop a little bit mm -hmm. um kind of grow up and mature yeah yeah i went through that same path i played my year and a half in mid-america ended up like just like you said blinking out and then just didn't i didn't jump back on the horse but yeah. you did yeah um that's what i'm saying it's, it's, it's everybody's got their own path you know what i mean mm -hmm. so 
uh, that was mine. Uh, came back. Hopefully, I was better for it. Um, I've never been like a huge school guy, you know. Yeah, I kind of just um, get by. But yeah, do that. Try harder in school, and then uh, we end up having a great year. And these guys, I'm like looking for schools, like looking for Division twos because mm -hmm. I have no Division one eligibility because of my gap. Mm. And uh, explain that. Yeah, so the Division one once you play any sort of collegiate soccer, mm -hmm. like so Juco, boom, your timer starts. You mm -hmm. have five years. Mm -hmm. And so once those five years from the first time you play are all done, you can't play Division One anymore. Just Division One. Just Division One. Oh, okay, right. so I have hope. Yeah, <laughs> you, <laughs> yeah you can go back and play at AI, Division mm -hmm. Two, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, uh, for me, I was looking through like Division Twos in California, um, that kind of thing. And these guys called me and Danny just like says some unreal things to me. And really? Yeah, yeah, just uh, what really. Did he say? Like, what did he whisper in your ear that made you want to come all the way to the great state of Oklahoma? Yeah, man, I, I don't know. It was, it was a lot to do with like, it's a small school, mm. you know, the school's um, not super difficult, but it's going to like test you, you know. Um, our goals like ended up being the same. Like I wanted to be in a winning program, you know, mm. I wanted a chance to win a national championship. And ultimately we had three chances to do it. We just never uh, got there you know and now um, the goal was always to try to play as far as I could play mm -hmm. and so now I think that you're still after that goal yeah so yeah how far you can play was that Mitch's last year that you came on to play? yes yes that was, that was the year. year they won did they win the SAC that year we won the not the conference but the conference the tournament. tournament yeah at USAO mm -hmm. no that was that was the year before that, was that? The year before that. okay dang it's a lot of winning, though. Yeah, man, it was a lot of winning. Uh, it, it, it was great. So, so you played one year, and then when you came back to play D2 is when you got contacted by Danny. How did Danny find you? Um, or what did you do to get your name out there? Actually, it was a funny story. I guess he, he knew my assistant coach from my JUCO, mm -hmm. and they were in, I think it was Georgia, for like the All-American stuff. Mm -hmm. And my assistant coach went up to him at a restaurant and was like, hey you gotta like look at this guy like he has no d1 eligibility like he's looking to mm -hmm. you know he's like if you guys have money to give like throw it towards him mm. and i don't have a player video like this like that video you saw is like the only player video i have like, really? ever yeah wow all, so, with all the clips that you've compiled over at mac you you think you have you, you need to put a little more effort into that yeah, maybe, like. <laughs> maybe. Uh, it's just never been something that yeah i felt was a. Uh, necessary i guess i was like you mm -hmm. know if they want to mm -hmm. come get me they can come get me in a, in a sense but now that it's so changed you have to you have to put your name out there and really um put like your accolades yeah. put your achievements you really have to build up a resume exactly it's, it's like a job i i brought up agent because i had ran into a friend cody lorendi who was the guy that i had on who's an agent as well and i was like well, Hi, what's up, man? How are you today? And he said, it's busy time. It's the end of the season. And he has all, that's basically when he's trying to get all these players signed. Yeah. And that's basically one of the things that he said is you have to have that resume. You have to have those achievements because if you don't have any PT and you know, that's really all that speaks for you. Kind yeah, of. exactly. So hundred percent, hundred percent. You came on first year. What'd you think about MacU? Cause it's such a small school. They yeah, said they'll is. challenge you academically, but I think one of the advantages that MacU has that maybe a lot of people don't know is how much they are there for you academically and how 100%. small it is. And that's one, one of the things that I liked about it was all the help and the uh, resources that we had. My wife went and graduated from MacU as well. So awesome. yeah, MacU is pretty cool. 
No, yeah, Mackey is amazing. I have nothing but good things to say about them. Mm-hmm. Um, all the teachers, all the faculty, all the staff, they're, they're there for you, you know. Mm-hmm. It is really like a very small, close family that, that really just wants the best for you. And I agree 100%. Like, because of my academic, like, history, mm-hmm. for them to, like, be there and just, like, really work with me, it, it helps, like, so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, we need that. Yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> we definitely, definitely need it. And you stayed on campus? You're mm-hmm. staying on campus? Yeah. When I stayed on campus, we didn't have the dorms in the back, so we had the first part there. And I forgot. I remember watching Rodrigo having a barbecue there on some holiday, whether it was Thanksgiving or whatnot. And it just reminded me a lot of when I used to live there. Um, when you walk in, you have that middle part that separates the guys from the girls, and mine was the top one, second floor in the very corner. And, um, yeah, dude, there's a lot of madness that goes on down there. It was just some crazy times. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And it was great, though. Now they have, like, the two new dorms, which are, like, full girls, full guys, mm. and then they asked us because, I guess, there's, like, too many people coming. They're mm. like, hey, can you guys move into those older dorms? Mm. And me and three of my teammates were like, yeah, we'll go. And so we live there, and it's just, like, one role. And so, like, mm-hmm. only that first, like, bottom floor has people living in it. Really? Yeah, and so we're one of, like, I think six groups, maybe. And it's just that it's just the living room, room, bathroom, room, room. Yeah. How, how different are the new dorms, then? Uh, the new dorms are kind of, there's a bathroom area, and then one, two, three, four. So you kind of have, like, your roommate, and then you have, like, a suite mate. Nice. Yeah, it's yeah. totally different. Yeah. Tell me the best goal that you scored because I watched some of your highlights and you had some bangers. But out of all the goals that you scored this year, is there one that stands out in particular? This year, I think probably probably the the header against SCU. SCU? Yeah, most oh, likely. Big header. Yeah, that reminded me of uh, Puyol when he scored against Germany. Yeah, yeah. Just said, Put the ball here, and I'm just gonna hit it. Basically, that's what you did right there, yeah, right? Just call for it, and hopefully, uh, Digito he played a, a smash of balls. It, it was perfect. Yeah. Nice. Best goal you've seen this year? If you had to give the goal of the year to Rogers, Rogers' goal against uh, Oklahoma Wesleyan was unbelievable. How did he? Do, what was that like watching it? Who played him the ball? Uh, Rodrigo played him the ball so mm. our one of our twins mm. yeah he picked up the ball I was actually on the bench at the time I was exhausted mm-hmm. just dead um, yeah he picks up the ball hits it over the guy just brings it up on his chest and just smashes it and our bench went nuts and then literally five minutes after we're still going like nuts mm-hmm. about it yeah. crazy huh crazy he had that great first touch that allowed him to do that but I bet you he didn't expect to do that no yeah he was telling me he was like I hit the ball and I couldn't see where it went in and then Everybody started running towards me. <laughs> I didn't even see it go in. That's funny. But sometimes when you hit a ball so right and it's just so light when you connect so well, like, um, do you envision plays before? Do you do any uh, kind of visualization before the games? What yeah, yeah. The night before, mm-hmm. it, I think Robert Lewandowski like spoke about it. Mm-hmm. Like manifestation, visual, visualization is huge. Like mm-hmm. you have to kind of put yourself in situations that you think you're going to be in, mm-hmm. you know? And then when they come, you're ready for it, you know? Because you've already practiced that situation. Yeah, exactly. I've already seen it in my head. I had a sports psychologist on, um, well, he's the episode that's going to come out tomorrow. And he spoke about the visualization and how yeah. important that is. But I, yeah. I, just, I still think that's a little hack that a lot of people don't know. Because it kind of seems weird just to sit there and just think like, uh, I'm Rogers, I'm getting the ball, the first touch goes up and I'm like, clean volley you know the picture that like how, yeah. how do you do that i don't know if he envisioned that one but <laughs> if he did uh, yeah. but for you those awesome. plays where you're like in the corner kick and just trying to get in 
a lot of that you just have to visualize because you're just basically running in blind and like, hoping that it comes your way. Yeah. But a lot of those, well, I mean, seven of those, six of those, you you were there on the end of them. So yeah. you must be doing something different, right? Yeah, I like to think so. I don't know. Maybe I'm just right I'm just place, right time. <laughs> Closing my eyes. Closing my eyes. Put my head towards going. Nice, nice. So now that you're out of school, are you just staying active? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I took a couple of weeks off, try to just like recover fully. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we'll see what the off season has in store. Kind of just mm-hmm. go through my stuff. Tryouts and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if I'm necessarily looking for a trial, if, if they need me to go try out, I'll go try out. But, nice. Um, what did you major in? Business administration. Okay, are you going to try to... Nah, not yet. Not yet. Are you going to use it or nah, nah, not Yeah, yet. I mean, eventually I'd like to do something with it. Mm-hmm. I'm sure I'd like to be involved in the football community somehow. That's what yeah. I was going to ask after soccer. Yeah. I thought of what you're going to do after soccer. Yeah, definitely. I want to... Um, wherever I'm at, I think, back home or... I mean, I love the Oklahoma City. I love the area, actually. Mm-hmm. I think it's highly underrated it um, it's getting better yeah but i would love to do something and help like kids that maybe don't have the same opportunities as others mm-hmm. um that kind of stuff just like wherever i end up right yeah you don't know where you're gonna end up yet no not yet yeah, it's still yeah. open but that must be exciting though right yeah definitely what do your parents say uh i mean my mom's like my biggest supporter she mm-hmm. kind of just says yeah you know do what you gotta do just work hard going. that kind of stuff just keep going yeah. why soccer why soccer? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I grew up playing soccer and basketball. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't really grow until like mm-hmm. I was a senior in high school, so the choice was kind of given to me. You know, I was like, oh well, probably won't play at a high level of basketball, so I'll just D1 play soccer. D one basketball <laughs> or D one soccer? Like, which one am I gonna do? Yeah, yeah. What position did you play basketball? I guess point guard. Okay. Yeah. I thought you were up in the post or something. Yeah, big man. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So then, what made you go with soccer though? I mean, I, I love the game. Because you stuck with it. Yeah. You left it and came back. So you obviously, it's, it's something. It's, you left the girlfriend and came back for it and you're still with her. So like, what's, what's she doing for you? Yeah, man, I think the ups and downs, I think it's such a, such a team sport. You know, there's mm-hmm. 11 of you guys. I mean, realistically, there's 18 of you guys that mm-hmm. would, you know, uh, try to play at, at one time, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, the competition is great. Obviously, the emotions, like, we're seeing it now, like, in the World Cup, just... Mm-hmm. Stunners, It's crazy, they? yeah, it's crazy. What kind of... What's been the biggest upset this for you in this World Cup? Mm, probably Morocco, I think. That one? I mean, you kind of look at them, and they, they've only conceded, like, one goal. It's their own crazy. goal. crazy. And so you, you kind of, like, see how they have their success. But, mm-hmm. I mean, it's still crazy. You know, we never had an African mm-hmm. nation go that far. And I think they have a good matchup against France, honestly. They do. Yeah. They do, they do. It's uh, anyone who wins this World Cup, it's just going to be bold. If France wins it, they repeat. If Morocco wins it, well, that's probably the wildest one, that, yeah. uh, the most underdog one. Yeah. If Argentina wins it, well, we know what happens there. But if, uh, what's the last? If Croatia wins it, then we give it to Luka Modric. So I'm a little content with whoever wins it. Yeah. But if I had, a, I would give it to, damn. I don't know if I'd give it to Morocco over Argentina, to be honest with you. Yeah. I, I, they're, they're right there. And then You're a big I, Messi fan? Yeah, I like yeah, Messi. Yeah. Who are you? Who do you like? Yeah, no, I love Messi. I mean, him and Ronaldo have been just... It's been... I put the cherry on top yeah. of this story. You know, that'd be... That's, that's, that'd be the most soccer story that... Sometimes you watch soccer and you're just like, how, how is this coming up? Yeah. Or these type of matches. It almost seems like people are putting these games on purpose. Yeah. But sometimes the chips just fall that way. Or the ball rolls that way. You know what I mean? So, 
Who do you want to win the World Cup? Uh, yeah, that's a tough one. I don't know. I, I would like Croatia to win. Mm -hmm. I think it would be cool to see. I'm a huge Madrid fan. Oh, and so okay. Luka Modric for oh, me, yeah. I think he's nice. He's top of the top. Nice. Uh, we have arguments every day about uh -huh. him. Yeah, dude. I mean, if Iniesta and Xavi could do what he did, you know, they'd still be out there. Yeah. You know, still be killing it. But yeah. he's different. He... He, he has some lungs or legs. I don't know how he's able to keep up that pace at 36. It's crazy. Yeah, the longevity part of it mm -hmm. is, is crazy. So then for you, if there's a player that you had to pick, like whose game you try to um, do at a, on, on the pitch, who would you pick? Oh, wow. I think early on I was a huge like Bale fan. Bale? So I would love to watch Bale. But now that I've transitioned, I watch a lot of like... Mm. Alfonso Davies, I think he's unreal. Um, but is that the position you play on the field? What now? What position? Yeah, it might yeah. Be now, now I, I was playing fullback. Mm -hmm. So um, left or right? Uh, mostly left, but mm -hmm. I would switch out to the right here and there. Mm, okay. Yeah. Dang. So, but do you have the pace like uh, Alfonso Davies? I, I don't think I'm that fast, but I like to think I'm, mm -hmm. I'm up there. You like to get up and come back, attack and defend, or yeah. do you have more defensive tendencies, or do you like to attack? No, yeah, definitely like to attack. Mm. I think, I think that's um, the modern fullback, you know. Mm -hmm. So you have to be able to do both, and that's just how it is. How do you do it without exposing your your side? Uh, you have someone cover you. Yeah. Yeah. So you, just you have be a smart and just hope that your center back has you, or yeah, I mean, you you leave what two center backs and a D mid covers mm -hmm. and you kind of just seal. Do you seal. give them a look or do you guys just communicate? Very no, it's well? just That's something that we work in, in, in training and stuff. Nice, nice. Yeah. For the fullbacks that don't know, you know, uh, are you going to do any coaching? Yeah, probably later on. Maybe. I would like to do coaching. Nice. nice yeah. Nice. I had a couple conversations about, um, just what the future looks like, obviously with, with Danny, you know, mm -hmm. and coaching came up just cause I think I have the right, personality for it mm -hmm. in a way um so yeah definitely coaching is in the future sounds like it's just a it sounds like it's a big transition like getting rid of your years of eligibility and now trying to figure out what to do yeah yeah it sounds like you had to sit down but i bet you're not the only one that's sitting down with the coaches and just kind of reevaluating everything no yeah i think all the seniors do it i mm -hmm. think all of them at, at some point you know whether they wanted to do the professional side or if they need connections to mm -hmm their real world jobs, you know? Mm. That Does that worry you? No, it doesn't worry me much. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. You're just ready for it, aren't you? Yeah, I think like, you know, you're going to get out what you put in, mm -hmm. you know? That's true. So if you're there for the right reasons, then the right opportunities will show up. Mm -hmm. And that's just kind of, you just take them as they come. What's your dream scenario? Dream scenario, wow. I signed for Real Madrid. I play four years there. Four years, yeah. <laughs> And then, you know, find a wife, get some, some make a family, you know? Some Spanish babies. <laughs> yeah, something like that, you know? That's funny. No, that would be, that would be the yeah, dream yeah, of the dream. Two. But, yeah. I mean, realistically, you know, play for as long as I can. Mm -hmm. Try to keep getting better. Um, make connections. Mm -hmm. And then have that resume where now I can be creditable to, to coach or mm -hmm. to open up something for kids that, you know, They don't have the same opportunities as some others growing up, mm -hmm. you know. When I spoke to the sports psychologist, we spoke a lot about goal setting and how important that is. Like, what kind of goals do you have right now? I know it's like 
but it's such it's so weird to be like right now i mean like dude i just got done playing you know but do you have any goals or just staying as fit as you can just hitting those practices and just getting ready for those off practices? yeah man i the goal the goal is to to get a contract mm-hmm. you know um to continue to grow as a person and as a player mm-hmm. um and as soon as as soon as i have that goal then i can go to the next goal you know mm-hmm. and that's kind of how it works gotcha. for me at least so let's go back to the season then uh at what point did you feel like you guys had this type of run in you guys i mean i knew it from day one from day one yeah because like, you guys had that chip on your shoulder mm-hmm. from that last loss that you had yeah i knew it from day one that just the people that we brought in um the culture that we have mm-hmm. the leadership group that we have the players that we have everything to me um gave a gave me the feeling that hey this this is possible you know mm-hmm. and i think i think the whole team knew it um it's just how it goes mm-hmm. yeah what uh t- what players surprised you this year what your other players had good years besides rogers uh, i think the twins had really good years who are the twins? The twins, uh, Rodrigo and Ricardo Ferreira. They're oh, from okay. Portugal. Okay, okay. Yeah, I think they're. I think they're twenty-one. They're unreal. Um, I think Diego. He's a freshman this year. He came mm. from Spain. Unreal year. A lot of internationals this year. Yeah, like. yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I, <laughs> I said it, but in my like post i was like the only american mm-hmm. on like the all america teams nice it's kind of like it's funny that way but yeah i'm i'm basically the only american on on the, on the international squad yeah nice i'm gonna put some eagle sound effects i'm the only american on the am- <laughs> <laughs> yeah man like, yeah so it's, it's a big captain america thing uh that kind of stuff mm. um i think our I mean, honestly, I could go through our whole lineup and say they all had great years. Yeah, honestly. Yeah. Everybody did. A lot of awards and accolades were given out. Were you surprised when yours came in? To an extent. Mm-hmm. To an extent. Um, I think I'm a, I'm a real big fan of, like, self-confidence, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And so, for me, I figured I was having, like, good games and good season, like, a good season, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I was, like, and obviously, like, the sooner athletic thing came out and i was like okay Hmm. we have like a chance to like get higher now you know Mm -hmm. not that i was thinking about it but it's always in the back of your head you know it's a boost Um, yeah definitely like in reality like if we go and we win the whole thing Hmm. i'd probably win like nai player of the year Hmm. and that's that's, setting up to be that way yeah that's how that's how it goes so um to to say i was surprised Kinda, but mm-hmm. at the same time, I knew what kind of player I was and what kind of like performances I was having, and so when when it came through, I was like, okay, yeah, like mm-hmm. people are also seeing possibly what I'm thinking, mm-hmm. you know. How do you uh, having a good confidence like that? What do you do to be able to keep your mind that way? I think it's a lot of things. I think it is. You know, having the belief in yourself first off, you have to believe in yourself. You know, um, the hard work that you put in, you know that you're put it, that you've put it in. You know, mm-hmm. so whatever happens to you, you know that it's not gonna change who you are as like a person or a player. You know, like you can have bad games or or bad days, but that's just part of it. You know, mm-hmm. that's part of sports in general. So 
and like obviously it's it's good to like off the field have like things that take your mind off yeah to take your mind off you know that relax you know being Mm -hmm. with being with my teammates like we're we all live in like this the close quarters so Mm -hmm. we're always like around each other like just bsing and stuff Mm -hmm. you know having a laugh like that's just how it is yeah yeah smiling each other's farts you guys are basically living on top of each other yeah yeah Mm -hmm. and so um i mean yeah we're all the biggest fans of each other Mm -hmm. that kind of stuff um people calling me like friends back home like hey watch the game like great work like, it. Yeah, yeah yeah you know uh that kind of stuff saying you're proud of each other you know mm-hmm. i think like as just guys like we don't like tell each other enough you know mm-hmm. so it's good to have like homies be like yo hey man honestly i feel like the homies are the ones that if you're gonna hear it from anybody you're gonna hear it from your homies yeah, as yeah. opposed to hearing it from a brother or a dad or a mom like your homies will be there to be like you're killing it, man. Or, dude, you're playing like shit. Like, you can get your head out of yeah, your ass. Yeah, exactly. Do and those, those, there are those days, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like, I'm halfway through the game or at halftime, I'm like, dude, what are you mm-hmm. doing? You know? Like, mm-hmm. pick it up. That's just, it it's just how it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, I guess the most important, out of all the awards that you guys received, was winning or being ranked number one in nationals up there? Is it up there with the SAC one? Because oh, yeah. I feel like... And I'm probably speaking from a lot of the alumni when we had seen that. We were just like, oh, dude, like, even if we just play a little part in it, it still made me feel like, dude, I participated in that program. Definitely. The people before us, it's impossible to Mm. get that without everyone before us, you know, Mm -hmm. the seasons before it. It's it's actually impossible. Yeah. Just the success. It's you don't get the number one ranking from being good one year. Mm. A lot of teams are good like one year. You know, Mm -hmm. it's about like longevity, consistency. And then now we're able to play bigger and better teams. Mm-hmm. And now we're able to show, you know, that we can get results against these bigger and better teams. Mm-hmm. And so now it's all come to fruition. And yeah, man, we finally got it. And it was nice mm-hmm. and everything. At the end of the day, you know, the goal is to win the national championship. Mm-hmm. So hopefully next year, you know, they, they reload and they get another shot at it. You know, I don't think Mackey is going anywhere, even mm-hmm. with Danny leaving. So, um, to any like young players that are looking i think the area obviously like everybody oh d1 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 mm-hmm. you should you should go where you're gonna be like developed the most you know what i mean if that's your goal as a player like anybody can go to a, a d1 and, and win like four games a season mm-hmm. or something like that you know what i mean and maybe even not play yeah maybe not play you know so i think i think you go where you're gonna flourish as as a person mm-hmm. and as a, as a player. So is that one of the things you kept in mind when you were thinking about? My yeah, team? yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I said, I was looking like I could have easily just picked a division two and be like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. cool. You but know. So honestly, some of the teams in NAI are better than the D two and oh. can compete D one as oh, well. Oh yeah, so. definitely. I I would love to see like us versus Tulsa like now mm. like at the end of the season you know like Tulsa's a great a great program mm-hmm. like we played them in the spring mm-hmm. I didn't get to play because obviously I was hurt but and like they're they're a great team I think I think they won 3-0 or 3-1 but and they went far in their playoff tournament yeah yeah well. yeah they had a great run this year too. yeah what was hurt what did you hurt uh I broke my foot I broke my Jesus. foot twice twice yeah same foot same, same place? foot same place where right left uh Shoot, I can't even remember now. My left foot, yeah. Doing um, what? Uh, it was like third game of the season mm-hmm. last year. And we were playing in Georgia mm-hmm. on, on a field. And I went to like cut back and this guy like stepped on my foot. Damn. And I guess, yeah, he broke like, it's the fifth metatarsal. It's like mm-hmm. the very outside bone. It's like 
a f- three to four month recovery, recovery period, yeah. and I try to come back like too early. And then I heard it again. And I was you? playing because there was no pain, mm-hmm. and then I stepped wrong, boom, broke it again. Damn. Yeah. What did that teach you? Just to slow down a little bit, or because we yeah. talked a little bit about the mental side. Yeah, right? you yeah. Have to you know. Looking back on it, it took a bigger mental toll than I thought. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like during it, I was like. Oh, it's not that big of a deal and stuff like that. But then you see like patterns of like doing the wrong thing and like mm-hmm. indulging in the wrong things. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it, it all it all correlates. So for me, definitely like, you know, man, this is just part of it. Like you gotta just try to do the right things with the opportunity or the situation that you're in. Mm-hmm. And so once I was back, or during the second time, it was a different recovery. Like took it very more serious. You know, kind of yeah. like. Cause you can hurt yourself a lot worse on the second break than on the first one, right? Yeah. I'm assuming. That's and it's really easy for you to fall into that bad loop. So I guess that was just a reality check for you, wasn't it? Oh, definitely. Yeah. Because it's easy for you just to drop it and not come back, but you came back and then excelled as well. So that takes a different type of mentality. Yeah. I have some friends who tore in a couple ACLs, and it's just like uh, some come back, some do. Some come back stronger. Some don't even get surgery. They're just like done with this. So. Yeah. So you came back. It's all really just what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Some some people are like, hey man, it's it's not meant for me. Mm-hmm. You know. But I I've never had that feeling. Um, I've always thought like this can be something that I can do for. Mm-hmm. You know, I believe I could get paid to do this, and mm-hmm. that's at the end of the day would be you know a nice thing to have. Nice. Uh, with the sports psychologist, we talked a lot about the stories that you tell yourself when you wake up or the story that you tell yourself, period, the little person that lives in your head and uh-huh. how he talks to you. Um, how, how does that little person talk to you and how do you talk to that little person? Do you motivate that little person or is that little person motivating you? It's a little bit of give and take, I think. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. I think um, for me, actually coming to Mid-America, like my faith has grown. Mm. And so... You know, talking to God like every night is like something important, mm-hmm. you know, um, kind of just having that faith that, you know, he's there, mm-hmm. you know, he's there for me and, and that kind of stuff. And then on the other side of it, the, the mental, like for yourself side of it, mm-hmm. it's like, you got to want to do it on the days where you don't want to do it, you know, mm-hmm. like some days you go to training and you're like, wow, this, this is mm-hmm. absolutely awful. Like, I don't want to be here. Mm-hmm. You know, it was raining this morning really bad, and I sat there and I was like, I'm not gonna go to the gym. <laughs> but that little voice said, You you have to. Yeah. I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Man. Quit being a bitch and get up. And I was like, All right, I'm getting up. And I just rolled out of bed. But this shit is hard, dude. Especially when you're hard, coming yeah. off an injury, you, it's easy for you just to lay back and not yeah. want to get it. And that was your third year of eligibility? Yeah, third year. Dang. So I guess it's funny because you, you give it up once, came back, and when you come back, it's kind of like you. You get a second chance. Kind you of value thing. it a lot yeah. more. Like last year was supposed to be my last year, you know? Mm-hmm. Like we were going to whatever, do it, be done. And then the, the uh, break happens and now your plan changes and you're there for another year, mm-hmm. you know? Were you, then, did you feel bad? Did you feel like, were you guilty at all? Did you feel like you could have done more for the team if you were there? Like, I think when I look back on it, I could have done more for the team even being injured, mm. if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, myself, I do see myself as, like, in the leadership role. Mm. And so I definitely, once the injury came, I kind of, I, I do, like, look back and see myself, like, 
going away from that, mm. which is unfortunate. You know, mm. um, they had like a great year, like an absolutely phenomenal year. And although I was a part of it, I wasn't necessarily there for it mm. in like a hundred percent. You know what I mean? Yeah, you could. I feel like you're saying like you could have contributed. You yeah. could have uh, supported them. You could have given maybe a few more words, whatever it looks like, but you. It's kind of like if you're sitting on the bench and you're just like on the side, like, damn, I should be playing. As opposed to being up and being like, hey, let's go. Come on, guys. Like, yeah. Boosting everybody yeah. up. It's that energy that you need to bring to that. Yeah, definitely. Um, did your parents play? No. No? Mm-mm. So then where did you pick up soccer from? Just, it was just one of the activities that they threw at you? Yeah, I think growing up through like elementary school, mm-hmm. excuse me, and stuff. And then that friend group mm-hmm. that you develop kind of get into like, the more serious side of soccer. Mm -hmm. So then you're like, hey, mom, I want to go play soccer with them, Mm -hmm. you know? And then that kind of stuff. Yeah. Was there... It's kind of like... When you... I hear in Oklahoma City, it's so small. Like, everybody plays with everybody. So it's like, everyone that plays soccer eventually ends up playing with each other and knows each other. Uh So there's always that, like, ego. Like, yeah, we're on that one team over here and we're on that one team. Did you have any of that over there in Cali? Yeah, yeah, definitely. You have like club teams that are better than other club mm. teams, you know. And who did you play with? Uh, I played for multiple club teams. There's one called like CBSA. There's a team called like Odyssey. Mm. We actually were just talking about it in my group chat. Uh, I like didn't make this like academy team, mm-hmm. which is like U15 or U16 like academy. Mm-hmm. And I didn't make it. And that's when, like, I stopped playing for, like, two years and went and played basketball. Because wow. I was, like, so mad, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, it was just funny bringing that up now that you bring that yeah, up. Because yeah, yeah. that was, like, the team to make, you know? Mm-hmm. I was like, wow, okay. This isn't for me. So and I, then you stopped playing soccer? Mm-hmm. And then what made you come back? The, the fact that I didn't grow. And the fact that you're just like, <laughs> you said, fuck, that's, soccer's not working out for me. You went to go play basketball. And you said, well, shit, I'm not getting hot. <laughs> I guess I'll go play back in soccer. And then yeah. you got... That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. If you would have gone back, what would you have told yourself? Like Rick and Morty in a time machine, you just pop up whoop, right before you're going to give up. You didn't make the team. This is your Michael Jordan moment. Like what words would you have used for you? Yeah, man. I think I was just like, yo, man, go make a different team. Yeah. You know? That's like you said a while ago. You got to find a team that's going to help you grow. Yeah, I think that's exactly. probably what you would have said to yourself. Yeah. That would have fit perfectly there. Yeah. That's funny. What moment made you fall in love with soccer? Like, do you have like a moment that you're just like, ah, this is it. This is the sport. For a lot of people, it's just a World Cup moment. Yeah, I think uh, 2010, I was watching like Spain go through that run of like, mm-hmm. what was it, 2008, 2010, 2012, and World Cup, like, Fernando Torres, yeah. you know, and watching Fernando Torres play, I was just mm-hmm. like, wow, like, I want to be that guy, you know? Mm-hmm. Even though I wasn't a striker, I was like, wow, right. Fernando Torres and stuff. So watching Spain go through that run, um, is when I like really was like okay yeah like I want to play this that's when you dropped the basketball yeah yeah <laughs> that's hilarious yeah. that's funny dang well it makes me wonder what would have happened if you would have stuck with basketball yeah man oh I'd be in the league for sure SAC basketball player of the year uh, <laughs> I'd be in the I'd be in the, in the NBA you know Steve Nash like 2.0 that's what you would have been Steve Nash yeah not, not Luca maybe oh Luca yeah the guy's different he's he's so you know I'm, I'm more shifty than him mm-hmm. you know but how he gets his how he gets his uh, points is is something special for sure. I got one for you. If you okay. had to pick a basketball point guard to be your on your team, but switch to a soccer version of that guy, like on a six v six, what point guard would you pick? 
Mm. You said Steve Nash. Steve Nash seems like the type that'd get his passes, but with some flair. You got Luca, who's going to be doing a little bit too much, but still gets the job done. But you got a, a Steph who can throw you dimes, but also put him in. Like, what's your style? Mm, for me, I'm like a big AI guy, like mm. Allen Iverson. Mm. And so I would probably say him. I would love to see him play soccer. AI would come in like an old Ronaldo. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Stuff done. <laughs> Just do it. Give the give the ball to him and, and kind of get out the way, you know. Nice. Does it mean you're a Laker fan? I'm a huge Laker fan. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Well, then, how do you feel about the Lakers right now? It's I tough. don't know, man. It's Are we tough. gonna make the playoffs? We're gonna make the playoffs. Think so? Yeah, yeah. AD's playing out of his mind. I think Russ is like accepting his new role and that kind of stuff. And obviously, yeah. we have LeBron James, so. Mm. I think it'll come together. I think that team needs AD. Yeah, yeah. Without AD, they're not any good, are they? Yeah, definitely. Well, dang. It sucks to see Russell out there not doing not doing great, but like you said, he's falling. Yeah, like really being well. from Oklahoma City, you know, and mm-hmm. seeing him through his, like, glory years. Yeah. Now seeing him kind of decline. Mm-hmm. What's your, who's your favorite player in the soccer? In soccer? Right now, I would say, like, Neymar. Neymar? Yeah. Huge Neymar guy. Mm. How do you feel about this era of just... Ending. Yeah, man, it's This sad. is like our era, right? It's like, sad, this is yeah, our yeah. era. These are the Ronaldo players we grew Messi. up with. We saw. Yeah, we grew up with Ronaldo and Messi. Yeah. It's crazy, man. It, it sucks to see them mm-hmm. go. I mean, we're going to see like the new generation and stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't think like they'll ever be that, but mm-hmm. we always say that, you know, they, they probably said like, oh, we're not going to see like Maradona or Pele. Mm-hmm. And now we have like Ronaldo and Messi. And now like you see like Mbappe and what he's doing and stuff. And kind of just like, wow, mm-hmm. like the kid's special. And who knows, like, what he's going to be. Would he be up there with the greatest of all times if he wins the World Cup? Who, Mbappe? Yeah. Nah, not for me. You don't think so? Not for the greatest of all time. I mean, the kid's, like, 23. I mean, he's, like you said, setting himself up for it. Oh, he's setting himself up for sure. I think I would like to see him, like, you know, he could have left, like, PSG this Mm -hmm. year. You know, I would have loved to see that. And, like... Obviously, see him at Real Madrid. He's still 22, 23, yeah, exactly. so it could still happen. Yeah, it could still happen. Do I think like he's set up for it? Yeah, I think he has the mm. potential for sure. But in reality, he's been like this player for like four years. Yeah. And we've seen like Messi and Ronaldo do it for 14, 15. 15. So you who know? do you give the goal status to? For me, I'll, I'm going to go on here and say like, I'm going to say Ronaldo, but Messi is like the more talented player. Yeah. You know? Yeah, we, we Ronaldo got there because of hard work, but Messi was given a golden left foot, dude. Yeah. And then everything else he does, like that assist that he had against Holland. He had all six players looking this way. Yeah. Except for him. Yeah. That guy's different. I mean, I think I was watching something and it was saying like, Ronaldo's like 6'2". Mm-hmm. He's like 6'2", 180". You know, like how mm. he moves and like that kind of stuff. And in his earlier career, like dribbler, that kind yeah, of that thing, guy, you know, he was, he can't do that anymore. No, he can't do that anymore, obviously. But that's kind of just how mm-hmm. his body ended up being. And you saw like his transition to he being like just a pure striker. Mm-hmm. And you have Messi, who's obviously lower to the ground, like can mm-hmm. do that, like and dribble. And he's going to like be always able to do that mm-hmm. just because of how special he is. Now he influences the game in a different way. Yeah, yeah. Yikes, 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 yikes. Have you been in the presence of anybody that's kind of left you like in like awe? Like, dude, this guy, talent right here. Or teammates that are just like over the top? Yeah, I think like Rodrigo and Diego are mm-hmm. unbelievably talented. Um, back home, I was like, when I was younger, 
playing with like older guys mm -hmm. like seeing that i was like okay yeah like these guys are are on another level mm -hmm. you know um yeah i've definitely been in that situation mm -hmm. you know i think it's it's good to see that mm -hmm. you know see the people around you like mm -hmm. kind of be that way I'm, i'm sure i'll see even more better players than that than what i've seen yeah you know? i guess you're saying those are the players that you kind of challenge yourself mm -hmm. with, right those are the type of players that make you better because you have to be around good players to kind yeah. of sharpen your your sword a little bit yeah, yeah let's put the spotlight on rodrigo right now like tell me something that someone wouldn't know about rodrigo now that you spend a lot of time with them oh rodders yeah something that you wouldn't know yeah the guy is like a genuine good person yeah i don't know if you know that but Just being around him, like, he does care a lot. Mm -hmm. And even if it doesn't look like it, mm -hmm. some people, like... It doesn't look might, like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, he might, like, come off the wrong way to, like, some people, like, uh -huh. arrogant or something like that. But the guy's, like, yeah. super, like, genuine person. Mm -hmm. Cares a lot. Um, he's gonna, you know, he has, like, his girlfriend. He's gonna have, like, his family and, like, transition mm -hmm. to what he wants to do now. Mm -hmm. But he does, he, he's a good person yeah yeah i definitely got that vibe when i spoke with him like he he has a, a light heart it's super nice and it's funny that you say that even though it might not look like it because you see him from the side and he's just he's very much, i don't know how to yeah just his whole stature and everything you know yeah i can't explain it but yeah like, like me and my coach like he's like oh yeah like people tell me he's arrogant mm -hmm. and i'm like you don't know him. i don't think he's arrogant yeah yeah i think i think we're similar in in some ways and obviously we're different in some ways but that's just how um, we are as people. Mm. Yeah. Shout out to that guy. Internationals and then soccer. How has that been putting it all together? Because you're playing with a lot of people who might not speak the language as good as you. They might not speak it at all. But we all speak ball, yeah. right? Yeah. So can you touch on like how the ball brings you all together? Yeah, man. I mean, we all like love the same game, right? Mm -hmm. We're all there for the same reason. Um, Like you said, like they all, we all don't speak the like same language. Mm -hmm. Like English is their second language, mm -hmm. you know. And so, like I'm around them, and all I hear is Portuguese or Spanish, or like we have like five French players. So mm -hmm. I'm listening to like French, you know. Mm -hmm. But it helps a lot when you all have one mindset of mm -hmm. what you want to do, mm -hmm. you know, and you all want the best for each other. Mm -hmm. So speaking in would in like you mm -hmm. said like with the ball it shows a lot i think we did that a lot you know mm. that's crazy and funny yeah yeah and uh it, it's true when i uh do you do you mess with tech are you a techie guy like here and there here and there yeah so there's uh this new ai uh -huh. chat gpt have you messed with it at all chat gpt nah i, I just saw um, or anything like that mm -mm. you should it's interesting it's yeah. crazy but whenever i typed in like just started just asking it why what, what's why soccer why is it so important and one of the main things that it said was that it brings people together yeah. it brings the world together yeah. and i've been hearing that a lot with the world cup going on because you forget about everything else and that's kind of like one of the beauties that i think about soccer even though it has all everything else around it but it, it really does genuinely bring people together yeah yeah so. i mean we all come together to mm -hmm. watch the one game and we're all just you know mm -hmm. indulging it and then we're all there in Brazil lose and all the Brazilian, you know, you, you there? Yeah, yeah, we're all like sitting. <laughs> okay, walk me through that moment because I wanted to hang out with my Brazilian friends uh -huh. because that, that, I mean, 
you you share that moment with them too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you know, Neymar does the crazy play, scores, ties Pelé's record crazy. or something. Did he tie it or won it? I don't know what. I he think did. he just. I think he tied it. Tied it. Yeah, I think he tied it. Um, Craziness. Yeah, they go nuts. Like, ah, oh, Neymar, Fira la puta. Starts speaking in Portuguese, you know. And then Croatia, boom, gets the equalizer. Which is crazy goal. Crazy, crazy, crazy goal. goal. Yeah, boom, their faces like go like this. Like, Suck the life out of them. Yeah, just quiet, David quiet. David says, we take their souls. They <laughs> snatch their souls out of yeah, their body. Yeah, and you see all of them like, no way. Like At this point, they're like, okay, like it's PKs, you know? At this moment, they knew. How were they going in the PKs? They were confident in the sense. Uh-huh. But they knew, like, obviously, Croatia's goalkeeper, you know? Yeah. And then, yeah, Rodrigo missed the first one. Which sucked. Sucked. I had confidence in Rodrigo, but... Me too. It's all right. That's I my had... Madrid guy, you know? That's my Madrid kid. Mm-hmm. It's just unlucky. I don't think he's the reason they lost it. No, but... no, no, no. People had more confidence in Harry Kane than yeah. they did in Rodrigo. Yeah, exactly. But then... And then when Marquinhos took up? When Marquinhos took up, I was kind of... I was in the other room because mm-hmm. I, I was, like, watching on my phone for a second. In the and I was like, I was like, <laughs> yeah, like maybe like 10 seconds ahead uh-huh. and i saw it and i i just peeked my head out the window and they were or out the door as soon as it ding and they just boom and then i just start laughing because no. they were so confident they were so confident that they were going to be croatia uh but yeah it was, it was funny it was, it was that's it was terrible good. because brazilians are some of the happiest joyful people in the world yeah. and you got to see them at their happiest and at their worst and yeah, at their yeah. saddest that's funny. That's funny oh my goodness yeah it was so funny that's, that, was, that was an experience for sure that was, that's gonna stay with me like watching them losing pks to croatia like all of them like all six of them oh it was it was, it was uh, crazy that's hilarious it's like one of those that's what the world cup does though it, it, it takes you back to those moments where you're just like do you remember where you were when this happened yeah do you remember where you were when Ronaldo scored that uh, the hat trick to tie against Spain in the last World Cup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was at like Buffalo Wild Wings watching him and then uh-huh. he hit the free kick. Yeah. Wild moment. Wow. Wild, Those wild. are like moments everyone dreams about, right? Mm-hmm. That's probably. I bet you that's what Rashford was thinking before he took his free kick. How close was that? Right. Close. It was darn close, yeah, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. But Kane missed his PK. Have you ever missed a PK like that? Like that, or, or I mean, not bar, like that. Like, I have missed a PK before, though. Big moments, yeah, yeah. Big moments. Oh, yeah. You miss a PK at the World Cup. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, it was our first year here. We were in a penalty shootout mm. to go to like the top ten. Um, yeah, I step up. I, I take it how I normally take it. I put it wide. I was like, damn. Mm. But I, we ended up winning the penalty okay. shootout, which is good. But you damn. Know. Yeah, yeah. It I think happens. a lot of people underplay. I guess the people that don't know think a penalty kick is just like a free throw yeah no it's definitely not there's a lot that goes into it a lot that goes into yeah. it if not i mean ask argentina and holland right exactly uh, that's funny are you excited exactly. for the world cup that's coming yeah man in 2026 mm-hmm. in america oh yeah it'll be amazing i think i think the u.s showed a lot of promise mm-hmm. i think hopefully mexico can can do i think that i think canada showed showed that they're in contention i don't think that their game plan is like very good but mm-hmm. they have like players that can they can build around mm-hmm. um so yeah 2026 look forward to it hopefully you can attend some games a big you know? party it's yeah gonna be a big party the whole month yeah your last name is gonzalez mm-hmm. are you uh, hispanic in any way yeah yeah i'm i'm half half hispanic my dad's like from michoacan oh okay cool uh-huh um i don't speak any spanish mm-hmm. I, I understand like 
you know, a little bit. yeah, a little you can bit. Defend yourself, yeah, a little bit. yeah, that kind of thing. You, have you been to Michoacan? No, I haven't. No, Mm-mm. you should. It's nice. Yeah, my wife is from Michoacan. Oh, okay, and my in-laws are all from there, and I've I've been there more than where my parents are from. Maybe so. It's a nice town. Yeah, it's yeah. cool. It's cool. Yeah, I would like to go at some point. Maybe go and play. Yeah, who knows? Mm-hmm. Have you thought about it? Yes. No, I, I actually haven't. But yeah. you know, why not? It's right? not bad. Yeah. Why not? Why not? Well, dude, do you have any questions for me? What What made you want to do this? This? Yeah. This. This. It's specifically, this. yeah. This. 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 Going back and forth. But everyone has a story. Mm-hmm. And then with all the football factory stuff that we were doing, I figured this was just an easy... Because that was a transition, right? Football factory to the Moss mm-hmm. football. I don't think it's a transition. I think we created two different things. Okay. But it definitely helped it, you know, because the football factory now is kind of just reposting and just kind of uh, what, what word being there for the community being there for the community kind of just post putting letting a spotlight on it putting a spotlight this is kind of different in that it puts a spotlight in a different way it allows me to use some of the connections i've made over here over here and this is a little bit different i, I feel like a lot of people have a story that they want to share a lot of people want to hear perspectives and and i always like the podcast space yeah i always like communicating with people yeah it's always cool, and it's a it's a hack. It's a cheat code for me to get to get to sit alongside with you and get to meet Rodrigo and get to meet um, the coaches. And now it's just kind of like um, keep sailing, keep going, don't stop. Yeah, yeah. So is that that's the you asked me what my goal is. So what's your goal for like this for the podcast? That's a good question. I've been trying to think about my why because I've been doing I'm sixty episodes in and I'm realizing now that my why now is different from the why before. Uh-huh. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Because before it was kind of like. I sure would love to learn, uh, and I want to give this a shot. But now that I've learned, gave it a shot, eh, it's easy. Now I'm just like, well, should I keep going or should I not keep going? Mm-hmm. But now I think that it's easy for me to stop it now than it was before. But no, nah, we should just keep it going. Yeah, just keep it going. See what comes of it. Yeah. Having conversation is fun, mm-hmm. no matter if people are listening or not. You know. Yeah, yeah, and I'm trying to think of ways to change it, do something new. So Javier had mentioned to me. And I'll mention it to you and see what other people like. If we could create a panel with a few of the MacU guys. Yeah. So we can have you, two, three, four, five other players and just have some questions and maybe even have other people ask some questions or yeah. maybe like have a live podcast or whatever it might be where we kind of just go over the season and just talk about what you guys learned, what you didn't learn, yeah. what, we, what you could pass down to other players if somebody has some questions, you know, because... Why not? I don't know. That's that's another part of it. It's like why not? Like because we yeah, can. I think there's many options. Yeah, you can go a lot of different ways. So, but yeah, man, it's cool. This this setup is nice. It's always fun talking. I appreciate it again for having me. Of Thank course, you. of course. Do you want to leave a message to anybody that's listening? Do you want to say what's up? Do you want to congratulate anybody? Because you this is you're going into your new era. So let's put the old era behind after this episode. Yeah, yeah, sounds good. Uh, obviously, mm-hmm. big shout out to Oklahoma City in general. Um, I appreciate the hospitality everywhere I go is like mm-hmm. nice um, Mac you definitely mm-hmm. a huge shout out Danny thank you my teammates thank you uh, everybody back home thank you mm-hmm. uh, yeah no worries uh-huh. you're saying yeah Sorry. yeah uh, the people back home thank you to my, my family my mom thank you everybody mm-hmm. everybody's played a huge part of me uh, getting to where I'm at now and, mm-hmm. and hopefully we're not done you know look forward to the next five years of my life, yeah. you know, post college, post uh, collegiate athlete, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Do you have any like end game goals, like um, 
Just like where where would you want to see yourself settle down? Ooh, settle down. Yeah, man. I mean, obviously, I want a family. Mm-hmm. I want to have. I want to have kids. Mm-hmm. I want to be in. Watch you play soccer or do yeah. sports or whatever. Yeah, exactly. I want all that. Mm-hmm. Um, to say, for me to be somewhere, mm-hmm. I, I don't know exactly where that is. That's what's up, though. But that's, that's definitely ex- the end goal. That's exciting. Yeah. I guess you're willing to be wherever you're, you are at, right? Yeah. That's good. Definitely. That's good. If I, if I got to move to, if I got to go to California, I'll be in California. If I'm, my mm-hmm. mom like lives in Texas now, so mm-hmm. maybe I'm in Texas. Yeah, who knows? I'm maybe Michoacan. I'm overseas. Yeah, Michoacan, Mexico. I always had always seen myself as, you know, a parent with kids. And I always looked up to my grandpa. My grandpa had seven kids, eight kids, typical Hispanic family. Everyone else had four, so I come from a big family, both sides. So I had always seen myself as like, yeah, that's the end game goal. Kids, family, a lot of grandkids. So they can put up with me when I'm old. Yeah, man. Love is the most important thing, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. That is the most important thing. Love? Just being around love. People that love mm-hmm. you. People that you love. Mm-hmm. You know? More love, less hate. Exactly. 100%. You know, like, you're saying, like, oh, yeah, I'm rooted here. You know? It's like, oh, maybe the grass is green over there, but... It's, I mean, yeah. It's easy to say that. Yeah. But it probably never is. No. I complain a lot. Uh, but being rooted, like, every time I try to look out it's always like yeah nah it's it's a lot green i like i like where i'm at right yeah, now it's yeah. perfect where i'm at yeah. but i appreciate you for coming on man and i wish you the best of luck in what your future endeavors hopefully we can get that panel going or we'll figure something yeah, out yeah man whatever you're doing something you're going back home uh yeah i'm gonna go back home mm. kind of uh we have like a little off-season thing that we do mm-hmm. so go do that and you're going to come back to finish the semester to graduate, or when do you graduate? Or have yeah, you uh, come back and graduate in May, mm. walk with my teammates and stuff like that. Nice, yeah. nice, 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 nice. Well, dude, I'll be looking forward to seeing your journey and following it up, and maybe we can catch up with you yeah, later definitely, when you playing definitely. pro or something, dude. Appreciate but it. I appreciate you. Um, if you've been listening up to this point, uh, I appreciate you guys, too. This has been another episode of the Master Football Podcast with Mason Gonzalez. Appreciate it, guys.